0: The Bible said in verse number 1, And Adam knew Eve, his wife. And she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the process of time, it came to pass. That Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the first thing of the flock, of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. But in the Cain and his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance failed. And the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? Why? This our countenance falling, if thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. If thou doest not well, sin laugh at the door. Unto thee shall be uh, his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Verse 8 is my text. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field. That Cain rose up against Abel his brother, and he slew him. Now, i got a question for you tonight. I just want to know, could you tell me who put in the heart of Cain to kill the only brother he had? Would somebody tell me? Satan did. Well, I want to preach out on this subject. Satan is raising Cain, but God is still able. Let's pray together. Father, I want to thank you for your goodness tonight. For such a great God and a wonderful Savior. And there's no God like you, how you got all by yourself, and you don't have to have us. But every one of us sure got to have you. I want to thank you for saving us and changing our lives. I pray you'd bind every demon. I beg you to bind every devil in hell. I show the devil you got a little bit of power. I bet you got all power. I pray, God, that heaven would come down. And glory fill our souls tonight. I beg you, Father, that you touch Mother Job and fill him with the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray for Mother Pharoah. I bless this man of God. I bless Victor Baptist Church. I pray there's anybody here tonight that's lost without God. God, that place me be the night they'll say, I know to Satan, and yes to Jesus. God show up, and God show out. And we ask this in the name of Jesus, His blood became victory. Amen, and amen. You can be seated. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> mm. Look at our text again. The Bible said, And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And the Bible said it came to pass when they were in the field. How Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and he slew him. Now listen to me tonight. How before I get what I'm before I'm going, have often said that the happiest crowd in the world tonight. How to be those of us? How to save by the grace of God? How do you believe that? Say, Amen. Matter of fact, the Bible said in Psalm 100, and when you come through the gates, you ought to enter his gates and come in with thanksgiving and come out the other side praising God. I'm going to tell you something tonight. That there's ever crowd that got something to thank God for, that's yes, you and I that's sitting this building tonight. There are a lot to praise God for. I tell you, if you look at, hey, whoa, if you look in the obituary tonight and your name was not there, you ought to thank God. Thank God you can walk. I thank God you brush your own teeth. That you fed your own self. You put on your own shoes. Took your own bath. I tell you, you better have a dime in your pocket. But your name is recorded. On the other side, up in glory, you got something to praise God for. You got something to shout Am I right about it? <laughs> Yeah. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm going to tell you something tonight. It's just good to know. I bless God that I'm not going to hell. Amen. I tell you right now, it's good to know I'm a child of the living God. I'm telling you, I don't take it for granted. I'm telling you, I can't get over where God's brought me from. I was a mess. But thank God He takes messes and makes miracles out of them. Amen. I'm glad, bless God, when God found me, I was torn from the floor. of, amen? But thank God, He reached down and took this old boy and picked him up and turned me around and put my feet on solid ground at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled the way Oh, y'all got me all messed up here tonight. <laughs> Let me get this to you. In our text tonight, Adam and Eve had two boys. One name was Cain, and the other son was named Abel. While well, his boys had been instructed by their father, that God at time, that God wants a blood sacrifice. That's the only Thing that God will accept. Well, the Bible said in verse uh, uh, uh verse number four, and Abel he also bought of the first and of the flock, of the fat thereof, and the Lord have been spoken to Abel and his offering. But Abel, I don't know but typology. It don't say it. I, I believe it had a lamb. That's a typology. It don't say it. but I know it had the forcing of the flock, had a blood sacrifice, Had he said, God. I want to offer this to you. And God said, Amen, son. Amen. Amen. Right on it. Well, God came, went over. He was a god. And somebody said he had to have, said he had, hey, said he didn't have tomatoes. He had like them southern folks say where I come from, had maters. Anything with that big had to be a mater. Say had maters. Had had taters. Amen. And he came to God and said, look what I've got with my hands. And he bought God the best that he had. And God said, I don't want that mess. That's something you did. I want what I want. See, it wasn't what he offered. It was what God said. So you don't offer what you want to offer. You, know, you get God's Tonight. I don't like Victory Baptist Church. I shall preach the blood. I see, listen. You'll shoot that. You're sitting here tonight. And you think I'm up and shouting. I'm trying to be saved. You got it all messed up. I'm not shouting to try to be saved. I'm shouting because I am saved. I'm not shouting. I'm not shouting to try to get the heaven. Years ago, they start singing a song. Well, my name, if you look at the roller decks up in heaven, started A, come all the way down the T, down the S. You'll see Steel, Tommy, and you'll see Born Again, October 9th, 1978. There's a new name that was written down in glory. Thank God it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. But you see, that First Peter one eighteen said, For as much as you know that you unredeemed by the tradition of your fathers and your vain conversation, but with the precious birth of Christ as a lamb without spot and without blemish I'm glad to know tonight that blood is cleansing blood that blood is holy blood that blood is just blood that blood is saving blood that blood is healing blood that blood is redeeming blood that blood is life changing blood thank God for the blood somebody talk to me I read the story years ago, said a young man that was 14 years of age had to have a certain type of blood that he could live. And he was 14, lived in Michigan, had said different folks out on radio and they, a, a television and advertised this type of blood. And boy listen, people from all millions of people sent blood in to keep him alive. Said little fellow lived three months, had the blood run out, and he died after getting his last bag. I thought about thousands of people gave their blood to keep one, one man alive. How did I thought about one man gave his blood to keep millions alive? Thank God tonight, the holy thing that God would accept is a blood sacrifice. Said, Lord, it ain't fair. Said you accept my brother's sacrifice, and you don't want mine. God said, Cain, look what he told him. In chapter 4, verse 6. The Bible said, And the Lord said unto Cain, Why? Why art thou wrought? Why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted if thou doest not well. Standing out at the door. He said, Cain, you don't have to get mad at your brother. He said, all I got to do is do what your brother did. And you can get what your brother got. I tell her, you, you sat here tonight. You don't have to get mad at me. All you got to do do what I did. And you can get what I got. I said, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm glad, bless God. There ain't one blood for black man, Another blood for white man." Red man you man. I'm glad to know tonight. And the Bible said in Romans 10 and verse number 12 there is no difference between the Jew or the Greek or the black or the white or the red and the yellow same Lord that same's a white man same Lord that same's a black man same Lord that same's a black man <laughs> and the same Lord that same's a red man I'm glad to know that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord they shall be saved somebody help me well, what happened was, <laughs> instead of Cain repenting, he said, this ain't right. Got him a stick. Walked with his brother in the field. He said, come on, brother, let's go for a walk. Walked with his brother. Walked behind a little bit. Took his, took his uh, 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 object and hit his brother in the head and killed his own brother. And God said, listen, when you said brother, still. You told me Satan raised up Cain. Well, turn to first John chapter three. Look at verse number eleven. First John three, verse eleven. Let's see if I'm in the book. I know it's in the book because I took a look. <laughs> yeah. Watch this now. First John three. Look at verse number eleven. First John three, verse number eleven. The Bible said 1st Psalm 311. Not, watch this now. The Bible said, for this is a message that you heard from the beginning, that you should love one another, not as Cain, who was of that what? Tell me class. Wicked one. And slew his brothers. Wherefore slew he him? Because his, uh, why did he song? Because his own works were evil. And his brothers was righteous. I told you that Satan raised up Cain. But I stopped by the tea. I serve a God that's still able. Now tonight, I'm gonna give you three places. How the devil's raising Cain. I, but God is still able. I like it, bless God. I know, listen, let me say number one. I said, Satan is raising Cain in the house of God. But God is still able. I said Satan is raising Cain in the house of God. But God is still able. I remember years ago, preaching out was a storefront building where we got started. It was a 40 by 40 building. I saw, I, I, we had glass doors. It used to be a disco hall. I, where it was, we had, they took texture and sprayed over all the holes. They got drunk, knocked holes in the wall. We covered that up. Had a carousel heater. Had an air conditioner stuck in the wall. 40 by 40. Linoleum floor. I'll never forget sitting there on the platform. I could see the highway from the platform. I saw this couple. i get out of the car. Looked like somebody folded him in a magazine and dressed them and then kicked them back out. That's how clean it was. And boy, I thought to myself, Lord, let us have somebody like that. You better be careful what you pray for. Mm. Boy, make a long story short. That came in. I, he's a boss man at IBM. New houses, new car. I tell you, boy, had it going on. And for five years, make a long story short, gave me a fit for five years. And the one day I'd had enough, A five is a number of grace. Amen. <laughs> I called a deacon's meeting. I brought them all in. She was, he was one of my deacons. I laid in there with a list of stuff that she had done around the house of God. This wasn't the first time. And every time I go, she cried, said, "Well, preacher, I love y'all. You want to see the church go? I want to do nothing to hurt nobody." Well, I never forget. We're sitting in the office, and I was sitting there. Uh, she said, "I got a question." I said, "She said?" I said, "What?" She said, "Why is it every time something go wrong with the church, have you always calling me on the carpet?" I said, "Because when I dig at the bottom of the problem, I always see your face." She said, I'll tell you this. If My husband in here, I leave this church. She said, this church is going down. And this church is over with my husband, and I leave this place. Well, make a long and story short. her husband and her left the church, and the church didn't go down, but the church went up. <laughs> Yeah, why? As Jesus said in Matthew sixteen eighteen, upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against this. And this church is not built on brother steel. It's not built on the choir. It's not built on the deacons. It's not built on the ushers. This church is built on the kingdom going. And whenever God starts something, He's God enough and He's bad enough. To this on you. When an artist, if you paint, if you're painting here, you know I'm telling the right, right here. When an artist paints a picture, that artist don't start painting up here in his mind. He walks down to the end of that picture in his mind and he sees how it's going to turn out in his mind. And then he comes back up here at the beginning. And then he starts painting. He knows it's going to be right at the end. Because he's already been there before he started up here. And listen. <laughs> woo! Hmm. What some of y'all need to do. Some of y'all still letting the devil raise so much cane at the house of God. Hey preacher, I'm talking special to you. Grab your Bible down. Instead of looking at what it is up here, walk down to the end and see how it's turned out. Get on your knees and read this. Revelation 20 verse number 10. I'd say, the devil that deceived them was cast in the lake of fire and brimstone and shall be tormented day and night forever and forever. And then get up shouting on your way back and come up here and say, David, and it came something devil. You might be raising Cain right here. I'm telling you, I've already been to the end. If you knew what you got waiting, you, how you give up right now? Hey, (laughs) you don't read a comic book, and you don't want to waste your time trying to see how it's going to turn out. And the villain has got the hero down. Just re- go to the back of it and see how it turned out. How the villains, the hero got up with the villains. And then come back up here and tell the old villains, you're wasting your time. <laughs> Somebody help me. Yes so you wasting your time. Hey, hey preacher, come down here to the end and you can quote this. I'm quoting it for the sake of time. Acts 5, 38, 39. If this work of this cancel be of men, it will come to naught. Right. But if it be of God, you can't overthrow it. Let's hopefully you find yourself even fighting against a holy God. Hey, and then come back up here and preach I don't go by what it looks like on the outside. You've already been to the end. And you know no matter who comes and who stays. They can't stop the church of the living God. Can I tell you what a preacher is? What we preachers are. Let me tell you what some of y'all might not know. What we are. Us preachers ain't nothing but a bunch of bus drivers. Spiritual bus drivers. What do you do when you drive a bus? <laughs> when you're driving a bus, some get old, some get old. But I don't get paid for who get old, who get old. I get paid for driving the bus. Somebody help me. Down. Yes! Mm. <laughs> Whoa. Mm. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something right quick. Hey, now, how many want to see God, I'm talking about hit victory, send revival to this church? Say amen right there. You didn't say that loud enough. How many want to see God send revival to victory? Say amen. amen. Wonderful. Watch this. <laughs> Let me show you something. Now, have you ever, have you ever had your holes in your house strewed into the faucet? Had the water turned right open and come up here and hit your nozzle and nothing come out. What do you do? You go back to the, down the hose, find out it got all kind of kinks in it. And the more kinks you get off, get out, the more water comes out of the nozzle. And see, I don't know about you, but when I'm watering something, washing a car, I don't want no little sprinkles. Little drops coming out. I want that thing all the way straightened out. So I can get every bit that's coming out. And the church of the living God. Has lived off of sprinkles. And little showers. How are nine days? Why? Because there's kinks Are in the lives. God has the power turn on. But the kinks won't let the power come out. I said God. Let the power turn on. But the kinks won't let the power come out. Now. Let me mellow just a little bit right here. Let me mellow just a little bit. I'm in the book, though. Watch this. You know why? I was coming back from California. I preached at Dr. Treble's place. I was coming back on the plane. And while I was coming back, I said, God, this is a year ago. I said, I'm 50 years old. I said, dear God. I said, I don't know how much time you're going to let me live on the planet. I said, but before I die, I said, I got books. I got books on Mr. Spurgeon. I got Mr. Moody. I got a video of Billy Sunday. I said, I've got all these old timers. I said, I got Billy Kelly. I've got Mays Jackson. I said, I've got all these old timers. You let me set them on some of the greatest men of God that ever walked in shoe leather. I said, you let me set in the house with Ralph Senior is 80 something years old and Brother Rob Senior raised his hand and said dear God would you feel Brother Steele after he told me about the Welch West revival and he said Brother Steele I remember we had revival up here in East Mountain in Asheville and he said we had House Smith on one side and Mordecai Hamm on the other side he said when the meeting was over 5,000 were saved by the grace of God while I was sitting in his house his sister asked me to go by and pray for and I went to the heap That old man Came down the hallway I'll never forget it He's got a box And started giving me All kind of tapes I said doc I didn't come here for that I just want to pray for you and Leave you alone I said I love you He said Brother Steel. And that's when he began To tell me about the Bible So said before I go To take case I said, God, let me pray for you so you can rest. That old man took to my hands, raised him up toward heaven. And he said, Oh God, I just told Brother Steele about what you've done and how you've done in the past. And he said, God, let you feel him. Had anointed with the power of Mount High. Let him see thousands saved. Let him see the power of God like he never seen it before. God, feel him and anoint him. think I come out of the house, I was drunk as a goose. Amen. Not I don't have alcohol. I was drunk on the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yeah. Boy, I come home. I said, God, let me see it. And God said, I see. he said, son, if you want to see my power, you better go back and tell the church. I don't care how much they shout. How much they praise God. How much they sing. I'm not going to see revival. Until they get some things, some kinks out of the line. Let me give you three little things right here. About having a real revival. First of all, number one, you got to understand that God is a God of order. Let me explain something right here. I'm not even going to finish this message. I'm going I'm to preach whatever God has in my heart. Throw it, And I'm going to throw the Jake Brick song and I'm through. Watch this now. Watch this. Have you walked up to a machine and it had an out of order sign on it? Do you put your money in a machine that's out of order? Oh, no. What you do, you walk over. And find one that's working, and put your money in. You deposit, in that which is in order. And we want God to send revival in the house of God. But the, uh, when God walks by, He says, "Out of order." And God walks right on by. He said, "I'm not going to deposit. I am nothing that's out of order." First Corinthians fourteen forty says that God is a God of order. Are we right right there? Say, "Amen." Number two. I'm going somewhere with this. We want to have revival. The second thing God realizes is this. God, tell me what the first thing. God's a God of what? Second thing. There has to be one voice in the house of God. One voice in the house of God. Now I preached it at our church. I said, dear God, you don't want me to preach this. He said, you want revival, don't you? I said, I want it. He said, you better preach. I said, but I feel like I'm blowing my own horn. He said, you ain't even got no horn. That's mine. <laughs> so you couldn't blow it if I gave it to you. Watch this now. One voice in the house of God. Now, let me quote it to you. Because I'm trying to get out of the way. I'm trying to lay a bunt down. Let Brother Joe come knock a home run. But watch this now. Listen. First Corinthians 14, 4, verse 14 through 16. I speak not these things to harm you, but to warn you. Though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ... Have you not many fathers? I have begotten you in the gospel. Follow me as I follow Christ. Watch this now. You know why we can't have revival the house of God? Got too many voices. Hear me now. Whoever has your ear is your preacher. Everybody comes to victory. This man is not their pastor. Whoever you listen to is your preacher. That's why when they get mad and leave, you get mad and leave with them. Why? Cause your preacher was whoever has your ear. And there should only be one voice in the house of God. Outside of God's voice, only voice you ought to listen to is that man of God right there. And we're not going to have a Bible to we get to that place. Am I right about it? Alright. Number three. Let me get it down. Last thing. I want to get First of all, God's a God of what? Number two, how many boys have to be in the house of God? Number three, remember this. Don't you ever forget it. If I don't never get to come back again, don't you ever forget it. What flows from the head, it flows to the body. What flows from the head flows down to the body. Let me, I, I can show you all this, but I, I know we got another man of God. And I want to get out of the way. Watch this now. Watch this now. Hmm. In Psalms 133, verse 1, it says, Behold, how good, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in what? Unity. We miss something. When we dwell together in unity, it's like the oil that run off the head of Aaron, fold off his beard, down to the skirt's. What God poured on the head, it flowed down to the body. I'm gonna tell you something. The reason God is not sending revival to the church. I'll tell you why. Cause the key to revival in the church is that man of God right there. Watch this now. If I take my body down these steps, could you tell me what's coming down with it? My head. If I take my head up these steps, could you tell me what's coming up with it? My body. So listen to me. Whenever you turn against this man of God and put him down and talk about him and mess him up, you're pulling yourself down. You pull him down, you pull the church down. You take him up, you will take the church up. The higher, and listen, he knows. Just like I know. It's not about us. It's all about Jesus. But God is a God of order. And God will only bless when we do things His way. Whatever He says, we better do it. Am I right about it? Watch this. Let me show it to you. Let me pull you a little closer. Don't you remember? In Kings 17, whenever Elijah was sitting down there by the brook, hang had run his mouth too much. God, would you shut the heavens up? 1st Kings 17, one, two, 3 don't let there be no rain, no dew for three and a half years. God said, alright, shut it up. So said, go down to the Brook Terrible, he's down there drinking water. He said, Lord, I need some grocers. You know, he, he sent the ravens, the feeding, one loan, and I can preach on that, but I gotta get it. One long, the brook dried up. He said, Lord, what am I gonna do now? He said, go to Zarephal. I got a widow woman waiting on you over there. And he come and she was gathering up sticks, picking up sticks, and he said, hey, would you get me a little cruise of water? She said, yes, sir. She went and got him some water and bought it back. He said, hey, make me a cake. She said, hey, preacher, you're taking this thing a little bit far. Don't you know what's a phantom going on around here? I got enough oil and enough meal to make me and my son a little cake. We're going to eat it and die. And she started walking off. He said, hey, make me a cake. She said, I'm telling you right now, you preachers. I'm telling you right now, you preachers are something. You'd rather me starve to death than my boy so we can feed you. I told you what flows from the head, flows to the body. She went over there, got him, made him a cake, he here preacher, go ahead and bless it and eat it. We're going to die. He said, I'm going to make you and your boy one. Do what? You ate it all. Come back here, your boy! One, I'm telling you, these preachers. Oh, oh, oh! Her boy come running in. Said, "Mama, what's wrong? What's wrong?" He said, "Baby, (laughs) (laughs) look at that barrel, baby. It's not full of meal." And that ain't nothing, honey. Watch this. Every time I take a scoop out, it jump back up. <laughs> take some out. Jump back up. Watch this, mate, honey. Watch it, honey. Every time I pull this all out, it fills my cup. I pull it out and it's back up. It <laughs> but it started. Cause she took care of the head. And what flows from the head, flows down to the body. Don't you ever think you can give this man too much? Don't you ever think you can take care of him too much? Don't you ever think that you can ever give this preacher too much? Do you not understand? This man of God stays up three and four o'clock in the morning. A lot of time he gets in his car while you sleep. Down to the hospital. On his face, praying for you. Begging God to touch your families. Begging God to touch your life. He's knocked on doors. Some of you was on your way to hell. And God had him to come by your house. And let you get saved by the grace of God. He's loved you and put his arms around you. Don't let the devil overturn you against some man of God. That's what falls from the head Falls down to the body. Am I right about it? Watch this. Not only did she get some, but her boy, her boy, her boy, he died. He was out in the field. I think that's the one. But I know he died. And she said, where's the man of God? She brought him to Elijah. Elijah said, to her, let me have him. And he's got down over the top of it. And he prayed and said, Lord, First Kings 17, let this child's soul. Well, that's another message right there. People say, a lot of us cults say there's no soul. Lord, let this child's soul return to his body. And his soul return to his body. Watch this now. You know why God healed the boy? Because she took care of that man. And because it took care of God's man, the blessing that's on that man, it flows down to the family and it flows down to the children. You don't understand something. Look, listen to me now. Write this down. Jeremiah 3, verse 15 and 16. The Lord said, Behold, I've given you pastors. And he said, I don't want you to remember the ark of the covenant no more. You know what the ark stood for? The power and the presence and the anointing of God. And God said, I don't want you. I have to remember the ark no more. Why? Because he said, what was in the ark, I put it on the man of God. I've given you pastors. If God sent you to Victory Baptist Church, I uh, He put you under the covering of this ministry, your blessings is right here in this ministry. If uh, you take off and go somewhere else, you just step out from your covering. And uh, you step off under what God wants to bless you, you can get mad if you walk to, walk out the door and say, I'm out of here because I didn't have your way. Why don't we get to the place that we understand this is not Burger King? it's your way. It's more like Wendy's. Old-fashioned, hot and juicy. Somebody help me out, man. <laughs> Watch this now. I'll tell you something. I've got I to quit, but you're going to need this man. This man of God right here. You're going to need his prayers. You don't realize there's a lot of stuff. You think you're going through something right now. You wouldn't believe the stuff that this man, God, has prayed off your back that would have happened to you if he hadn't prayed and begged God for yours. I'm telling you right now, that you don't understand. If you want to see God right here, if you want to see God turn the water over, I ain't lying to you, church. I preached it at our church. And I told our people just what God, what I'm telling you. I had to preach this to our congregation. God said, you want to see it, you better tell them. And I'm telling you, God turned the water on. Sunday for last, there were 16 people saved. Watch night service, 20 got saved. This past Sunday, had six saved. We've been seeing people saved. I'm telling you why, because God has turned the water on. He said, if y'all want it. Do what I said, and you'll get what I got. I'm telling you. So I said, if you want to see God to revive, I know that that devil is raising Cain at the house of God, but we serve a God that's still what. Amen. Let me say number two real fast. Satan is raising Cain in your family, but God is still able. Amen. Matthew ten thirty four thirty five. Jesus said, I came not to send peace. But I came to send a sword and he said, mother shall be against daughter, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He said, a man foes shall be they of his own household. Some of you are saved by the grace of God and your mates not, your family's not. And it seemed like, boy, they give you a fit all the time. When I got saved 30 years ago, my wife was still lost for one year. And Satan was pulling her this direction and God was pulling me this direction. I'm telling you, I used to tell preacher Whitey Bob, I said, Doc, it's about to drive me crazy. You know when you volunteer for overtime, under time, upper time, you having troubles in the house. I wanted anything. But but I witnessed to her. After one year, I wasn't giving up. I come home. Preacher Waters told me, "said, love her like Christ loved the church." And I find out what she likes. I said, "Keep. I don't no matter what she does. You love her with the love of God." Make a long story short. I come home. She was frying chicken, fixing food in the kitchen, and I come home from working at Duke Power. When I got home, she's crying. And you know how I can do? It? I said, "Baby, what's wrong?" You said, "Honey." <laughs> She said, I've done everything I could to try to get you to give in. And she said, but I didn't want to live like you was living. She said, but the day God stopped by here, And said, he did my heart. Honey. I got down on my knees. Hi, Jesus, forgive me of for my sins. Come in my heart and save me. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah! Hey, I'm telling you tonight, at the devil might be raising a king in your house. God, God is still able, amen. Some of you got some children. Satan has broken your heart. You raise them in the house of God. You put them in Christian school. You've done everything you know how to do to get them to walk with God. But listen to me. and hey boy, listen. You've done everything you know how to do to get them to walk with God. And now they've gone astray. And the devil has jumped on your back. And told you how bad a parent that you are But let me tell you something You can put clothes on their back Shoes on their feet A roof over their head Food in their their tummy But you cannot put Jesus in their heart Train them up in the way they should go When they get old What you put in them won't depart My word will not return void You ever seen a fish When you go fishing and you hook them And you let them run for a while and after they just jump in, jump in, jump in, jump and jump and, 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 and then all of a sudden you say, that's enough of that. And you say, kick, 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 What well, they don't know, whenever them babies, with my microphone? Whenever them children, when you was raising them, them children got a hook in them. That book is like a hook. And they out here acting crazy right now. But well, they're going to run, slap out a rope. And the Holy Ghost has got them. You keep on praying. Keep on walking with God. All of a sudden you hear something say, they're going to be at the door. He said, baby, I get up. Somebody at the door out right there. You're going to do Daddy. <laughs> y'all trying to tell me, Daddy. Daddy, will y'all forgive me? <laughs> oh, I've seen it, baby. I'm telling you right now. Don't let the devil have, get you sidetracked and depressed and discouraged Let's realize he might be raising Cain in your family, but I serve a God that's still able. I said the devil raises Cain in your family, but God is still able, amen. <laughs> Lastly, real quick, he's raising Cain in your finances, but God is still able. Mm. I'll tell you this and I'm through. I told your preacher. He knows it. But God is going to pour out His blessings on His children in the midst of all this turmoil and heartache. He's going to pour it out on you. And it's going to get sinners to see how great our God is. John chapter 6 says this way. It says, many of the, are, are many of the multitude follow Jesus because they saw the miracles he worked on them that were diseased. When they saw the miracles on those that were diseased, they come following Jesus. And Jesus looked at Philip and said, hey, would you feed this 5,000 hungry men? But he knew what he was doing. See, God will create a situation as I told you last night, that you and I can't fix, that calls us to get on our knees and call on Him. I mean, He'll show up in the supernatural and do what we can't do in the natural to show us He can do more in a moment than we could ever do in a lifetime. Am I right about it? He said, I got $4 and 50 cents. How can I feed this hungry crowd? He says, but there's a lad over here got two folly loaves and two fish. He got that, blessed it, and he says, now let's, let's, let's hand it out. Now, I wonder I wonder how he did it how you like your fish you like it sauteed, raw fried how you like yours he ate raw fish and honeycomb. I don't know how he did it but I know this when he said to hit that bread chop that bread said pow chop pow chop pow to feed the whole crowd every time he cut a piece of fish Wow! He fed that whole crowd. He says, now go take that little fella his lunch. He said, Everybody full? Everybody with the belly and said, Right on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go get his lunch. He got twelve baskets. Took him home. Can you see little fella going home in front of this crowd? Little fella's he's, he's already, he's he's in a daze. He can't believe. Mama packed me them fish sandwiches, five bottle and that man done that with all that out of my lunch bag. And these men followed him home. They get home. His mama, come, probably come with daddy, say, hey, what's wrong with your boy? What have you done? What are these men? Honey. He said, what has he done? He said, mama, you ain't going to believe this. Mama, you ain't gonna believe this. I know you wouldn't believe it, so they come to testify, mama. Mama, you know that fish something that fixed me this morning? There's a man on the other side of that hill that took that fish and bred. And mama I wouldn't have believed if I hadn't seen it. He fed 5,000 hungry men, not including the women and children. And said, Mama, all this come out of what I gave him. Could you imagine Let me tell you something. The devil will try to cheat you out of your giving, out of your tithing, because times are hard. But you might think you only have a dollar, but what you got in your hand, I'm telling you right now, I told our folks Wednesday night, I looked up on the internet, I said, how much can a seed seed increase? They said from 3 thousand percent to one hundred thousand percent. And I'm telling you right now, you might think that what you have is little, but you put what you got in the master's hands. And when you put it in his hand, you just step out of the natural. Now, the supernatural is going to take over and God is a God of his word. What makes him great? He does what he said. and says what he does. Am I right about it? I say to you not close. the devil's raised a king in the church, but God's able. He's raised a king in your family, but God's able. Raise a king in your finances. But I serve a God that's still able. How many know say amen?